0: Regardless of the threats and smearings and attacks and bullying, uh, we will keep fighting for what's right, we will win at the end, and the Palestine causes a just and fair issue, um, as we all believe, and supporting justice in Palestine is not terrorism, and it's not anti-Semitism, it's by contrast a right, and it's a duty.
1: The Electronic Intifada.
0: The Electronic Intifada.
1: The Electronic Intifada.
0: This is the Electronic
1: Intifada Podcast. Oakland, I'm Nora Barrows Friedman. You're listening to the Electronic Intifada podcast. A student at Exeter University in the UK has been elected to lead the Students Guild as a trustee, and because of her Palestine activism, she has been subjected to a barrage of threats, intimidation, and harassment, as well as a coordinated smear campaign by Israel aligned groups in the UK. Malika Mohammed, an occasional contributor to the Electronic Intifada, is from the Gaza Strip and for the past several years as a law student and now as a graduate student, has been organizing direct actions in support of Palestinian rights. The attacks Malika has faced have been similar to those faced by Malia Bouatia, the current president of the National Union of Students. Pro-Israel propagandists, including a senior officer in the National Union of Students, planned to oust Buatia, which was revealed in undercover footage in a recent Al Jazeera documentary on Britain's pro-Israel lobby. This week, the Exeter Students Guild remarked that it has completed a thorough investigation into complaints against Malika Mohammed and determined that she was found to have, quote, not brought the charity into disrepute. Joining us from Exeter is Malika. Malika, thank you so much for being with us on the Electronic Intifada podcast.
0: Thank you, Noura, for having me.
1: So let's begin by having you lay out what happened. Tell us about your election to the Exeter Students Guild and and these attacks against you, when they began.
0: Sure. Um, so the attacks on me started around a month ago. Um, I was coming back from Ireland uh, after a tour talk uh, there in some universities. And I was checking my Twitter account and I found that Basically, that article from um, a charity here called Combine Against Antisemitism. The article is basically using all words bad that you can imagine, uh, threatening, smearing, attacking, and everything else. Um, And this basically is not the first time Israeli-aligned groups in the UK attacked Muslim women of color uh, in position of power. As you've mentioned in your introduction, uh, Malia Buatia has been through a similar smearing campaign as soon as she decided to run for uh, the National Union of Students election last year. And now she is rerunning. And again, uh, another smearing campaign is being uh, launched against her. Um, She was called last year anti-Semite terrorist sympathizer. And today, and as I have been also running for the Student's Guild vice president position, um, sort of like a a similar campaign has been uh, launched to smear me again, using almost the same label that Malia was falsely accused of. Um, It's it's a bit like funny where they they come from these like labels and and these words. I have no idea how they come to that conclusion. And... (laughs) Unfortunately, the the Israeli lobby does not stop here. They called the University of Exeter to expel me. They also emailed the university and the guild to investigate what they call my um, anti-Semitic behavior. They also called the guild to sack me from the three positions of power that I was elected to. And as you've mentioned in your introduction, I'm glad to say that following Uh, The trustee board has has met last week and they discussed the accusation and they concluded that none of my words or action has brought the charity into disrepute. The decision was taken in um, an unbiased and fair way. So they've consulted the legal advisor uh, of the union and the external trustee board members and the officers uh, of the uh, students' unions in Exeter. And it's interesting that all this happened because of one complaint by a student in the university and tens if not hundreds of um, emails and messages that the university and the Exeter Guild of Students uh, has has got. Lots of external pressure. But yes, the first half is cleared. Then I'm currently seeking some legal advice uh, beyond the university for hopefully further action against all the attacking media.
1: That's the voice of Malika Mohammed speaking to us from the University of Exeter in the UK. Malika, um, can you describe the current atmosphere maybe more broadly for Palestine activists at Exeter uh, and, and across uh, UK campuses in general? It's Israeli Apartheid Week, for example, and events were held at 30 universities already across the UK, uh, despite what the electronic intifada's contributor Michael Diaz called a massive government-backed campaign of repression. Uh, The UK universities minister, Joe Johnson, for example, wrote a letter titled Tackling Antisemitism on Campus, which, just like US politicians here, he attempts to tie Palestine rights activism with antisemitism in order to discredit and smear campaigners. Um, Talk about the atmosphere for Palestine rights campaigners on UK campuses.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I think this year has been very critical. Um, I've been in the UK for some four years. Uh, I've never I've never seen something as critical as it has been this year. Um, The right of free speech in campus has been threatened. Uh, So many of my friends who are pro-Palestine supporters have been labelled as anti-Semites. Many of them have been labelled as terrorists for no reason again. Uh, And in Exeter, for instance, one of our events has been cancelled by the university, Um, One of the university, university of Lancashire, almost like all the events that they have for Israeli Apartheid Week has been also cancelled. But my message, and I'm sure Palestine supporters in the UK um, sort of like share this message as well. These attacks on free speech in our campus is, I think it's, it's a sign that we are making a change. We are positive and impactful in what we're doing. And this attack will not and will never deter us from continuing to fight um, against all forms of uh, injustice and racism. Uh, By contrast, I believe that speaking to friends and colleagues here in Exeter and in in Friends of Palestine Society that we have, uh, which was the society that organized the Israeli Apartheid Week here in Exeter, they mentioned that this year, Israeli Apartheid Week has been actually one of the best ever that they have for the past maybe like 10 years. They have made like a great impact, uh, like the sort of activist activities that they had, um, and students have joined them in hundreds uh, for events. And um, yeah, I was not here for like most of the uh, Israeli Apartheid week this year. Um, I was I was in Turkey giving uh, like giving a speech in one of the conferences there, but. I'm sure, like from seeing like lots of students here, they they said that the Israeli apartheid week has been making a lot of impact, a huge one. Uh, and regardless of the threats and smearings and attacks and bullying, uh, we will keep fighting for what's right. We will win at the end. And the Palestine cause is a just and a fair issue, um, as we all believe. And supporting justice in Palestine is not terrorism and it's not anti-Semitism. It's by contrast a right and it's a duty and we will keep fighting for for what's right and what is like our duty to do. Um, And we'll keep just doing what we're doing because we think and we believe that we will make a change uh, one day.
1: And of course, uh, for our listeners who, who don't know, Israeli Apartheid Week is an international series of events that seeks to raise awareness of Israel's settler colonial project, an apartheid system over the Palestinian people, and to build support for the growing BDS boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement. That's from uh, the Israeli Apartheid Week website at apartheidweek.org. Uh Malika, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the other kinds of activism that you've been involved in recently. Uh, you, you helped organize a march in response to the white supremacist messages found at your university and and also against the U.S. Muslim ban. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that kind of activism and how that fits into your Palestine-centered activism uh, on campus?
0: Um, as I mentioned before, that speaking up for justice in Palestine, um, or being a Palestine supporter or being a Palestine activist uh, means that you're also standing against all forms of racism from Islamophobia to anti-Semitism. Um, and this is what we have been trying to do as Palestine activists here in the UK. So in Exeter, for instance, uh, in the past two months, uh, there were two events uh, that took place against racism and fascism. I, like, I was proud to co-organize uh, both of them, and one was against the Trump decision to ban people from seven majority Muslim countries. And it was, according to a journalist from ITV, um, that like that was the largest protest in Exeter in the past 20 years. And the other was following um, a swastika and rights for white uh, that were graffitied um, in, in Exeter. Um, and, and we marched throughout the students' hall here in Exeter University and we send a message, a strong message to everyone who has been affected by this statement that racism and fascism is not welcome in Exeter. It's never will be welcome in our campus. We will uh, try and, and protect everyone who has uh, been subjected to this sort of uh, racism and fascism. And we are all like friends and colleagues. Um, and we all like fight for what's just basically. And it's really important that we... Unite our efforts for that reason.
1: We're speaking with Malika Mohammed. Malika, mainstream media outlets have also joined a pylon against you and, and other campaigners at Exeter. In a public statement, you wrote that, quote, the fact that mainstream media has, in an extremely one-sided way to date, reiterated these untruths gives further weight to the slurs and defamation. It will also have serious implications when I return to Gaza. Threats have already been sent to my family back home. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, the threats that have been sent to your family Um, and uh, and if if these kinds of attacks have have deterred or, or will deter you from activism?
0: So as I said, uh, nothing is going to deter me. I'm going to keep doing what I think is right. And as soon as I have that inner sort of peace in myself, um, I'm going to do what I think is right. Now, the other part of your question is about the sort of like attacks and threats that I, along with others, have been receiving from people sometimes we don't know in social media, but Beyond this, like sort of hateful backlash that uh, I have received, the the unfounded charges against me will undoubtedly affect my freedom, which is uh, very unfortunate. Countries don't need much of an excuse to refuse visas to Muslims, um, and as I said in my blog, the simple Google search for me would reveal many of these abusive articles uh, calling me all these like bad words, and. As you've mentioned in um, in your question, that, like the media, actually like mainstream media ha- here has reiterated this untruth and it gives them like further weight and uh, to, to this like sort of defamation uh, that I've been, uh, I've been exposed to. And for those who don't know like much about like what's going on in Gaza as well, Gaza is uh, a Palestinian occupied territory, according to the UN. And it has been under Israeli siege for um, or since 2006. Um, all movements of people and goods in and outside of Gaza is controlled and heavily restricted by um, the Israeli military occupation. And if I should ever manage to get back to Gaza, I'm not sure if I'll be allowed again to leave. Um, and, and this is again because of all this untruth that has been um, just widespread in the national media. Like, I'm not sure why the campaign against anti-Semitism is basically dedicated itself to attacking me. We mm-hmm. Like, we do need a proper campaign here in, 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 in England, or like outside, um, against anti-Semitism. But those people seem to work, instead of going against anti-Semitism, they seem like just to defend Israel and its crimes and attacking its Critics with uh, false accusations of anti Semitism, which is very unfortunate again, but I will never be silenced by those who resort to misrepresentation and falsehoods, and campaigning for Palestine, campaigning for uh, justice everywhere, campaigning um, against racism, all forms of racism and discrimination will always be part of who I am. And um, I'm in like, I have an inner uh, sort of beast in myself, and this is what I'm looking for. So as soon as I'm comfortable, as soon as I think that what I'm doing is right, I believe in, in the sort of like impact that our work is, uh, is leading to here in the UK and outside. We will never be silenced. We will keep doing what we're doing because we think that is just and that is fair.
1: Finally, Malika, um, a letter of support was signed by more than 130 students and PhD researchers at Exeter expressing their solidarity with you. Can you talk about the letter and how you're moving forward uh, forward right now?
0: Sure. Uh, there was a letter. So that is the only public letter that we had uh, from, um, from Exeter students. Exeter students has been very supportive, especially here in, in the PhD a space where I'm studying, Uh, they've mobilized uh, the moment that uh, this, like, slurs and accusation has been uh, in the media, Um, in, like, in in that day, there were, like, more than 130 students uh, signing it, and then there were, there were more letters from academics, um, like, some of the academics in Exeter and outside Exeter, uh, to the university and to the guild, and also, like, expressing support and asking the university and the guild to stand and support like a student uh, who is a member of the university and the guild and a trustee member like member of the trustee board as well Um, there were also like other uh, emails and and messages to the university from people that i've never met which which was really nice that they express support and and they show that they stand with what is right and what is just and fair again now, how I'm moving. Um, as I said, the first bit that I have in mind is that, like all these sort of accusation to the university, asking the university to sack me uh, or the guild to sack me from these uh, three positions that I've been democratically elected to. Um, so there was that investigation in the past uh, few weeks, and as this investigation has been concluded, and there's nothing against me. Um, Again, like the the other thing that I'm now looking for is the legal advice. So we've been, I with other friends have been seeking some legal advice on that issue. Um, We've also been complaining to the IBSO, which is the
1: independent press standards organization.
0: Yeah, so there was also complaints uh, by friends and supporters to the IBSO. I also complained to the IBSO last week. Um, there were also complaints to the Cherry Commission from lots of supporters as well um, to, for that. There's been so much support and I have been overwhelmed uh, by, by all this, from people that I know and people that I, I've never met or I've never known about, uh, which is really good and really great. Um, we need to make sure that we're all united against um, all these sort of attacks because I will not be... I will not be the last one, I'm sure. Um, all those people who attacked Malia in the beginning and attacking uh, Jeremy Corbyn before and attacking me now, and they, they will keep attacking uh, people who speak for justice and, and freedom and equality in Palestine. Uh, people who speak for BDS now, again, are, are being labelled the same way. So, um, yeah, we'll keep fighting.
1: Malika Muhammad, uh, we're going to put your uh, your statement, your open statement, uh, and and links to the letters of support uh, on the electronic intifada. Thank you so much for being with us on the electronic intifada podcast. that's it for the electronic intifada podcast for news information cultural features and reviews and pointed opinion and analysis visit us online at electronicintifada.net where you can also post comments and sign up for our daily email digest follow us on twitter at intifada radio stations are free to use this podcast and if you're listening on itunes support the electronic intifada podcast by rating it and leaving a review on behalf of all of us at the electronic intifada